so yeah, man, I tell you down here, uh, we had rain for like the last four days, right? So we weren't able to do anything. And I'm looking out back and Mike, I know you heard it that we have two frogs living out back. Joe, you don't know about this, you know, just because of, of where you all live. Two frogs out back are the two loudest things on planet earth. I'm talking to Mike the other day, right? I'm sitting in my living room, I'm sitting on my chair. And these things are so loud in my living room that Mike's like, what is that? What are you, what are you hearing? I mean, even Laura, his wife is like, what are you doing? Do you all have, you all have stuff like that up there in New York? Uh, car horns and car alarms. That's about oh, it. No, no frogs. <laughs> I, I live next to like a highway, so I'm getting uh, uh, trucks that are uh, was it brake checking or whatever when they downshift. Jake <laughs> <laughs> break. Yeah. Jake break. There you go. I get Jake that. Break. So the frogs. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, did you see uh, Mike and Jason? Did y'all see or Mike and Joe? Did y'all see Jason's picture of riding Splash Mountain? Joe, Joe, did you know he had never ridden Splash Mountain before? That's that's well. There are guys on the other podcast that I'm on that haven't even seen Fantasmic yet. So he could be the biggest Disney nut, and st- it doesn't surprise me. That's my only thing. It does not surprise me. Are you kidding me? He they haven't seen Fantasmic? No, there's there's one of the, our co-hosts that's not seen Fantasmic yet. That's, we constantly bust his chops constantly about it. So I love fan- like I if that's that is a more must hit for me than Star Wars fireworks over there. I I I love Fantasmic. We just made our our uh, dining reservations for Disneyland. We're heading out there and about, nah, we're going to Alani in like 34 days and then we go to Disneyland right after that. And uh, we made sure to do the dining package for the Fantasmic out there because we haven't seen it since it's been refurbished out there. So, And by the way, speaking of Alani, uh, I definitely need to talk to you when you get back because my trip is in, I think, 90-something days. Oh, for real? I didn't so, know you were heading out there. Yeah, I'm, go- yeah, I'm going out there in September. Nice, so, man. my wife and I are taking about about 10 or 11 days. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. I don't like it that I'm going somewhere where I don't know what's going on. Like we're all Disney World like kind of experts yeah. and we know what we're getting ourselves into and I have no idea what I'm getting myself into going out to Hawaii. Like I'm doing the research but I still don't know if I'm doing the right research. So well, you're going like, there and you're that person that's walking down Main Street for the first time in Disney World. I don't like Meanwhile. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, man. Well, I tell you, then the hardest part for me, I don't know if when you're doing research is the names of everything out there is like you're looking at all the different dining and it's all, you know, Hawaiian names. So Katie's going, oh, we want to make sure to book at the place where uh, where it's a luau. What's the name of that place? And I'm going, I, 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 you know, I'm like stuttering over myself trying to come up with it. So I'm kind of in your same shoes. I, you know, I've been doing a lot of research on it. And uh, but yeah, when I get back, man, I'll give you the rundown for sure. I'm going to need it. I appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. Just, just a little information. If you're going to Hawaii, pizza, uh, pineapples and ham don't belong on pizza. So don't believe any of that stuff with that Hawaiian pizza nonsense. Well, Stay I've, away from that. I've never eaten spam before in my life, and everyone that's like the the meat of Hawaii is spam, from what I've been told. So I, I just don't, I don't think it's going to happen. We already have the luau booked in Alani. Have some other ADRs there, and uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It'll definitely be a Disney learning experience for me. So, but before we, uh, before we get too far into that. We have an awesome topic that I know, Mike and I, we know a lot about, but we don't know as much as this guy sitting next to us, so let's not get too deep into it. Let's go live in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. beyond. 
bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. It's Sunday, May the 20th, and I am joined by two guys who are looking like they have their summer glows on, loving life, Mike and our good, good friend, Joe. What's going on, fellas? Hey, what's going on? What's doing? Not much. Hey, I tell you, Mike, whenever we were talking about this episode and and all of a sudden Jason calls us and goes, hey, guys, I'm going to be at Disney. I don't know what you guys are going to do. You know, I'm not going to be there to record of course, we're instantly like, let's call our good buddy from Resort Loops, Joe Quattrochi. Joe, man, when we start thinking about DVC, we start thinking about you. Dude, you know I love DVC. I could talk about DVC all day, every day. And actually, we're actually doing a DVC roundtable. We're actually recording tomorrow night. So I'm already in the mindset to talk DVC with you guys tonight because I'm preparing for tomorrow night as well. So I could talk it every night. I just love it. So. Fantastic. That's awesome, dude. I both Justin, Jason, and I were all DVC loyal. We've had them for many, many, many years. Let me ask you a couple of questions, Joe. Just tell me, where do you own in your resorts? And, uh, yeah, t- tell us what got you into the DVC. So, like I said, I'm owner of Saratoga Springs. Uh, we, my wife and I bought uh, one contract back in 2015. Uh, we bought 130, no, 150 points. I'm sorry, we bought. Um, super excited. I've been going to Disney for since I was, I think, 1984 and I was four years old. Uh, loved it. Uh, was lucky enough and blessed enough to go twice a year sometimes. Uh, just that's where we did our vacations. Um, as I've been getting older, you know, the, you start paying for your own vacations, right? So mom and dad aren't paying for the trips anymore. And I stayed offsite a few times and I, I didn't like it. And I know some people, that's what they can do. And that's fine. But I just, I didn't like being outside the bubble, outside the magic. Um, so we started, I had a friend of mine. Uh, who actually I just went to uh, just return from Detroit this weekend. That's where I was celebrating his 40th birthday. He had just bought at a at a Bay Lake Tower. So he's like, "Dude, let's go to Disney. We'll get the our girlfriends and wives together." I said, "Sure." So I went there and stayed at the Beach Club Villas. He traded and we stayed at Beach Club. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. The accommodations were amazing. It was like you know, it was way better than a standard room. And so my wife said, "We we got to get into this. It, the, what the points are and, and what you pay for it." It's it's just it just makes sense. So she said, "Listen, we're not doing anything until we get married first. I said, "Fine." So you know, happy wife, happy life, right? So I gotta wait till I get married first. But I did the research. I talked to him. I talked to a lot of uh, friends that um, you know around work that actually were DVC owners as well, and really did my homework. And uh, in 2015, uh, we after we were married already, we uh, I pulled the trigger, found a contract at Saratoga. Um, liked Saratoga. You know, I know it gets a little bit of a bad rap. Um, but I like it. It's close to Lake Buena Vista Golf Course. I'm a big golfer, so that, that's a plus there. Um, close to now to downtown Disney, which is great. And it's somewhere you could always get a room at, so even if you don't book at your 11-month window, I'm like, I can still stay at my home resort. I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, so we bought that and then got the Adonitis like a year later, and uh, we started staying at other places and wanted some more points and bought another 30-point contract. So right now we have uh, two contracts, both at Saratoga, both uh, same use here. Um and uh, yes, I got 180 points, but it's just my wife and I. We usually just do studios, so we don't really need you know the larger 200, 250, 300 point contracts, and you know, and and further on, it's just usually us in a, in a studio, standard studio. So um, we really know to stretch our points, and um, so we've been DVC members for 
three years. I feel like I've been there longer because I've been so invested in it and doing the research, but uh, we love it. And it's been one of the best investments. It's already paid for itself already with us. And it's been one of the best investments we've made uh, so far as a married couple. This is the first thing we actually bought together before we even bought a house. <laughs> it was, uh, was DVC. So that's a little bit of the backstory there. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, especially when you said it's kind of paid for itself. Uh, I know a lot of people, hem and whore, and they say, hey, you know, uh, is it really worth it? I'm laying out all of this money for all of these points. Is it really going to pay in the long run? You know, am I really getting my money's worth? And I think you've said it before. And if you really do the research like you've done and you calculate it out and you figure, you know what, this is what I'm spending every year. This is what I'm spending every year. You know, we're Disney loyal. We love going. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know what, it does pay for itself. And if you do the math, I'd certainly say that. Justin, you can agree with me on that one, right? Right. Oh, definitely. And you know, my story is it was an easy it was easy sell for me because Katie and I, we were engaged. We were in the same boat. Job. We didn't have a house. You know, that DVC was our first major investment. But it was an easy one because when we purchased our first contract, which is a Bay Lake Tower for 150 points, uh, we we took all the money our families gave us for our wedding and blew it on a DVC contract. And so we had this tiny little wedding on a beach. We only had like 40 people there, didn't spend hardly any money. And we took the rest and just dropped it on our first contract. And it just, it made, at the time, everyone was looking at us like, for real, that's what y'all are doing. But now that we have that contract and we uh, ended up adding a second contract at the Grand Floridian. And uh, it's just, like you said, it has paid for itself multiple times over. We've been all over the world with it, been to Disney. Uh, I can't, I mean, countless times we've been able to give our kid vacations that we could have never given her in any other way. So it's just, it, it was a no brainer for us. And at the time it was a little questionable to our friends and family, but now they look at us and they go, how are you all traveling as much as you do? And it's easy DVC. And it's also too, it's like, how do you stay at these like deluxe resorts? Like they look at you like, cause they see, you know, these people will, your friends will go and they'll look at the Disney website and they'll look for the prices online and they'll see like, you know, four hundred fifty, five hundred dollars up to mm-hmm. nine hundred dollars a night. You know, it depends on what's available and what season it is. And they're like, "How do you do this?" And it's like, "Well, it's DVC. I'm staying at you know, I'm staying at Boardwalk Villas, and it's I'm staying in September for a week, and it cost me you know X amount for maintenance. You know, and but that room would normally be four hundred fifty, five hundred dollars a night. It's a prime location right next to Epcot. It's within walking distance. I mean." There's no way. I mean, we all make, we all do very well for ourselves. We all have a good jobs and you know work hard for a living. And even with that, there's no way I would spend the amount of time I do down in Walt Disney World, staying on property, than with without DVC. I mean, I also pay for cash rooms. You know, I, I pop in for a weekend here and there and stay at All Stars or Pop. But to do our big trips like we like to do, like we just talked, you know, I'm going to Lonnie as well this year. There's no way I could afford to pay cash rate to do that. But with DVC, it allows me to do that. So it's, it's, it's for us, I did the homework and it just makes financial sense for us because we go so much. It's definitely worth it. No, you're hundred percent. Like when we started looking at the price to go to Alani, which is a bucket list trip for us, this is something Katie and I have always wanted to do is go to Hawaii. And when we started looking at those prices, there is absolutely no way, no way we could afford to go to Hawaii. No way. Not go to Alani, not do it the way we'd want to do without DVC. Yeah, I, I ran. It, I didn't do the wedding gift like you guys did or the before. We actually did it after we had kids. And, you know, Laura and I, we, we had toyed with going to Disney before we had kids. And we were kind of like, yeah, you know, we both went as kids, but we weren't, we weren't really Disney loyal yet. And we took, our, we took Sarah and Samantha on their first trip, and we literally fell in love with Disney all over again. We were hooked from the minute we were there. We had such a great experience. I'll, I'll explain more about that on a future uh, podcast. But we were completely in love. And we said, you know what? We're into this for life. We're going to be doing this for a long time. And we were 
was paying cash rooms. And I actually had a good friend who's a you know a good good family member of our show. Chris Masterakis was a Disney Vacation Club member, and we were friends on Facebook. And we were talking back and forth. And I did a Disney cruise. And I knew there was a Castaway Club, and I heard what's this Disney Vacation Club thing? You know, because I really had no idea because we really weren't Disney people yet. And Chris says, "Yeah, you got to do it. Here it is. You know, this is what it entails. The points of this to that." So we actually had a book. Uh, we actually had a trip booked, and we were staying at Port Orleans. And I called the DVC rep, and I got him on the phone, and I did it all by phone. Spoke to him. Here's the points. This is what it's going to cost. This is what you're paying to go away this week for Port Orleans. Tell you what I'm going to do. We're having this special on points at Animal Kingdom. Buy a hundred points. We'll give you a hundred points. This vacation will be free. Blah, 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 the whole sales pitch, whatever it was. Very low pressure. Very low. You know, listen. If this is what you can afford. If this is what you can swing. This is what you can do. They were fantastic about it and that's what we did we wound up canceling our trip and rebooking with animal kingdom through our vacation club points and uh, it was one of the best decisions we ever made we did it when we had kids and there comes times in our life where you know you got to put a roof on the house or you got to do this you have to do that and vacations just aren't in the cards but having the vacation club makes it available for you to go because you know your room's taken care of and I think having that in your head that you had that vacation club, you know that you're coming back. You know, you're in this for the long haul. It's not as sad when you leave because you're even though if you don't have your next trip planned on paper, you know you're coming back regardless because you're going to use it. So, uh, so I definitely agree that for us it's been a worthwhile investment. We've certainly made our money. And uh, we've actually gotten to take a lot of family members with us that wouldn't have been able to, we couldn't have afforded to take. And we've had some priceless memories with that, you know, with grandparents and the such who aren't here anymore. Now, I just wanted to ask uh, Justin real quick. Mike had spoken about how he did everything over the phone and he called up. When you bought your contract, when you essentially drained your wedding fund <laughs> that all of your guests you know, gave you, uh, you know, did you uh, did you actually do it through Disney Direct? Did you go to the sales center at Saratoga? Like, how did you how did you buy it? I did. Yeah, exactly what I did. So we were walking through. I believe it was Hollywood Studios, if I remember right. Did one of the tours, you know, and I'm one of those guys that I'm typically not going to go on something like that. But being Disney, I thought, let's give it a chance. I think they were given $50 gift cards and fast passes if you went at the time. And, of course, that's changed and, you know, it's something different all the time. We went over to the preview center at Saratoga and saw the layout for, for Bay Lake. And we met a gentleman um, over there who was just one of the greatest people that I've ever talked to. His name's Tim Grabman. And he was our DVC rep, and he's become like a friend to us. We contact him for everything we need. We bought our second contract through him, and he said an amazing thing to me. He said, "Justin, if you're going to travel, buy. If you're not going to travel, don't buy." And it, it just made so. I, mean, I know that sounds simple, and it sounds kind of just yeah. Well, of course that makes sense. But at that time, when you're racking all these numbers through your head and you're thinking about all these you know different things that can happen. That made that just did it for me. Well, I know we're gonna come. I know we're gonna travel. So this makes sense for our family. How about you, Joe? Did you do that? Did you do go through the actual preview center, or did you do online? Or so actually, I did. I bought mine resale, and I bought mine resale through a, a third party. But I did it before they really cut back all of the uh, the benefits that you know has been happening over the last couple of years. So I was grandfathered in. Uh, so I was lucky with that. However, um, I did do the tour. We had some. We have very good friends of ours that live in the Tampa Bay area, and they're still on the fence with buying. I think they're trying to buy a house first or trying to do it the right way, unlike us, you know, buy the DVC <laughs> first. But uh, so we, we actually, I think we probably got the tour at the same place. We went over, we were in the studios, we got the we got the van, we went over to Saratoga, and we told the rep I had like a DVC hat on, and uh, I said, oh, we already own, we're just here to support them. And the and the rep was amazing. He was very 
you know, he was non-pressure filled. And, and that's one thing I wanted to express to everybody who's listening right now is that if you do decide to go on one of these tours or one of these things, it is the most non-pressure filled situation that you could be put into. Like they, they don't, it sells itself. It honestly does. They got people like us talking about it, how great it is. Like they, they don't push it. They just lay it all out for you. This is what it is. Um, and actually they treat you very well. They'll bring you back to wherever you want to go to. They, uh, they'll give you fast passes. They'll give you like two, I think three fast passes we got. Uh, in Saratoga, there's a great ice cream parlor. So if you have like small kids, they, they have ice cream, free ice cream there. They have cookies, soda, all the Coke products you want. It was just a great experience. I kind of wish that I, I knew what I wanted. And when I found the contract, we bought it resale. But part of me wishes I kind of went through the process with Disney a little bit to kind of be wind and dine a little bit because they do. Mm-hmm. However, um, I did go through that process with our friends. So I did get the fast passes, even though we weren't going to buy. They still gave them to us because we were there and we did sit through the spiel. So. Um, it was a good process. So just to, for people out there that are listening, do your homework before you go into these these things, uh, to these meetings. However, um, it's it's a very it's unlike any other timeshare, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I know Disney yeah. doesn't like to use that word timeshare, even from the beginning. They didn't like to use it, but it's really not a pressure filled situation. It's very pleasant, and, and they treat you very well. So that's what I wanted to bring up about. You know, I didn't I didn't get that experience, but I got it after I was already an owner. You know what's so funny too that you say that is the the two situations we've had. The second one we did over the phone. I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted 200 points at the Grand Floridian. I knew you know exactly what. It, so all I did was call Tim and say, "Put the contract together, send it to me, and let's get it done." Um, but even now with those two contracts, every time we're on a Disney cruise or every time we're in the parks, I'm always looking at Katie going. You know, we could we could really use another another hundred points. We or we could, we could use one hundred fifty points here. So we're actually we are currently on the wait list for a hundred three separate fifty point contracts at the Boardwalk uh, directly through Disney because Disney does resell now. So we are on the wait list for that, waiting to hear back uh, to add those on too at some point. So it's it, like you said, it's so so laid back. So it's almost fun. It's almost it really fun. is. Yeah, it's actually fun booking a trip. And I've, I've said this on Resort Loop and I've said it on the Mickey Do's, the other podcast that I'm on as well. I said, when you know, when you go to book your vacation, when you're a DVC member, you're just like clicking and you're clicking contracts and you see you click select <laughs> and it's just points coming away. There's no credit card to put in. There's no like looking at sales <laughs> tax or hotel occupancy tax. It's it's fun to book your trip. It's fun to when you hit the seven month window to move your room around. I say, I'm, I'm at Saratoga right now. I'm going to move it over to Old Key West. Like I have a trip come up in August and actually tomorrow I'm going to call up and move my room from Saratoga to Old Key West just to mix it up a little bit. It's fun to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when you're doing normal hotel rooms, it's, it's cash coming out of your pocket. I mean, yes, you've already paid for the room. Like you're paying your dues every year, but, um, during the year when you're booking these trips, it's, it's actually fun to actually go on and reserve rooms. It's, it's not pressure filled really. One thing, the you've been up in the New York area once in a while. Have you ever gone to the DVC preview site that they used to have at the Roosevelt Field Mall? Have you ever heard about that? That was that was oh my god! How many was that like ten years ago? Is that a while ago? That's that's after I bought my contract. My mother's were very Disney. It's not, has it wasn't recent, was it? No, they've gotten rid of it a few years ago. As a matter of fact, uh, it was around when we bought our contract, and we bought our contract back in two thousand nine. And what happened was they had this. 
store in the mall and it was literally a DVC preview site and you would go in there and at the time they were selling Bay Lake so you would walk in and they had an actual model of the room of Bay Lake Tower it was unbelievable the furniture the bed the decorations the paintings on the wall it was exactly the square footage of a studio at Bay Lake Tower they even had a balcony you could walk out onto and they had a screen in front of you and they had the fireworks going over the uh, the castle <laughs> That's awesome, well, and this was this was this was a this was a brick and mortar store that you walked into to buy your DVC from here in New York, which was fantastic. Now, Chris Masterakis will tell you, he had a DVC rep from there as well. And it was great because if you were a DVC member in the, and you were in the New York area, they would invite you to come in for member mixers or come in for the holidays. We're having a holiday party for the kids or we're going to have characters here or we're going to have, um, you know, chocolate fountains. And here is a DVC uh, Christmas uh, ornament that you can have for your tree. And it was fantastic. And we probably got about three or four years out of it till it closed down. And I'm sad that it closed down because it was kind of like our little spot in Nassau County to go to and really experience that. And I tell you, even though we bought our contract by phone and, and I knew that I was dealing with Disney and I didn't feel like I was being, you know, because here it is, you're selling all this money to somebody over the phone, so to speak. Now they send you the paperwork and everything's legit, obviously, and it's all Disney, but it's kind of weird. It's nice for those people to have that go into the store, open the door, see somebody and sit down at a table and go over everything. And, you know, and feel like you have a place to go to if you had a complaint or a contact. But I tell you, I really, really missed that store a lot. And it was a really cool place. Now I'm I'm bummed now that I I don't get something like that down Charleston. Yeah, I have to drive to, I have to drive to Disney. As terrible as that is. Oh, know. it's so it's oh. so it's so hard to be that you know. <laughs> I have to go get on a cruise line and you know go off on one of those. And that's like you're saying the mixers. I mean, there's a lot of perks to to DVC that we haven't even kind of talked about yet. You know, and the mixers are definitely one of them. So, Joe, you were saying that you bought resale, and I know that they've changed a lot of things when it comes to resale. They've taken a lot of perks away, and you were grandfathered in. Uh, if you could tell somebody that wanted to buy from DVC now, directly from Disney, what would be some of the perks that, that have always meant a lot to you that you say are oh, they must-live-with perks? Like, is it a discount? Is it the member, is it the member parties? Just something that you've, t- that you've gotten taken advantage of throughout your DVC career. Well, the 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 main one is is the, still is discount on the park tickets. Um, right now, I mean, we my wife and I have the Gold Pass, which is usually only offered to Florida residents. I'm also a Florida resident as well. However, um, when we bought DVC, I was a New Jersey resident officially, so that one is we save at least over a hundred some dollars uh, on our annual passes for the park. So that's always the biggest one. Uh, the one too, that is actually a pretty big perk now is if you drive to the Walt Disney world now, and this is a recent thing is DVC members staying on points. Don't pay for parking now. So that's another perk as well. That could add up to a couple, you know, hundred and something dollars, depending on where you're staying and how long you're staying for that. That's a big perk as well. You know, the discounts on merchandise, um, you know, 10 to 20% off. Um, we use, because of our DVC, we're eligible for tables in wonderland. And we buy that card. We saved, I think, last year using tables and one. We saved over a thousand dollars. We we keep track of what we save. And my wife and I, we like to go out to a lot of sit down dinners. It's like our thing we do. And because of DVC, we bought the tables card and we save a ton of money. Um, you know, we've taken advantage of some of the member nights since the 25th anniversary. DVC has gotten really good with putting on these, you know, member member magic nights and all that stuff. And we took advantage of one at Animal Kingdom, and that was awesome. Uh, unfortunately, our travel schedules haven't really lined up to the other ones, like uh, you know the bowling nights at Splitsville or uh, some of the other member nights, you know, in the parks. But those those are also you know good as well. It all depends on like really you have to go to the website and look at what they're offering because these these perks aren't always going to be there. They could take them away and add more as they see fit. However, you got to see what 
what is the value in these perks and look at the difference in price of what you're going to pay from direct from DVC or buying from resale and if it's worth it. I mean, if none of these perks, like if you're not going to buy an annual pass and you're not going to drive and you're not going to eat out all the time, maybe some of those things, maybe buying direct isn't the best thing for you because you're not going to take advantage of those, you know, of those perks. So it all depends. So DVC is such an individual thing. And I've always preached this whenever I'm on any kind of DVC show, you just have to look at yourself and find out like, what am I going to use this for? How am I going to use this? And financially, is it worth it for me to do it? Um, but there are so many other things. Like I've taken advantage of golfing discounts. Essentially, anywhere I go, I throw my DVC card out and I throw my AP card. I'm like, uh, DVC AP discounts? It's, it's like I ask everywhere. you know. And the worst thing I can say is no. So, But those are a couple of the big ones. Um, is really like you know the, the, the annual, pass, annual passes and the tables in Wonderland and the food and merchandise discounts are always big savings for us. You're 100% on the nose. And, I mean, look, one of the biggest discounts you get is your room once you have purchased DVC. I mean, if you break it down per night, I know that everyone kind of gets that sticker shock when they see the first contract at DVC. Everyone kind of goes, oof, I don't don't think I can do it. But if you're breaking down, let's say vacations over 10 years, you're going to go to the parks every year, you have paid for that DVC property. Now you have 40 years of free vacations, you know, sitting in your lap, and you're staying at places that – you know, typically you probably wouldn't say, or I wouldn't say, or Mike wouldn't say, or Joe wouldn't say. You know, these are these are high end deluxe resorts that you are getting amenities at that you're not getting anywhere else. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, you hit the nail on the head when you said it's individualized. I think that a lot of people ask people that are DVC people, "What do you think? Is this good for me? Is this good for me?" I don't think there's a right answer to that. I think you have to evaluate from your own sense. I can't count other people's money. I don't know what's going to work for you and your family. Listen, a family of four that goes to Disney once every five years, do I think DVC is good for you? No. But if you're a family that's in it for the long haul and you plan on going a lot, then yeah, I would definitely evaluate and look at what you have and what you're spending from trip to trip and really put your time in and do the homework and do the math. And I, I think with you know, if somebody were to present a contract to the three of us, say, hey, I have this contract, what do you think of it? The three of us would, could give an answer saying, yes, this is a good deal. You know, yes, there's a, you know, a good number of years left in this contract. It's a great resort. The price per point is, 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 is you know, competitive. Yeah, this is a good contract, you know, or if you say this price is too high. That, we could tell you if it's good or not. I mean, we could look at that and say yes or no. But, yeah, everything else is individualized. You know, only you know what's in your bank account. Only you know what bills you're paying every month and how much you could afford to spend on every Disney vacation or any kind of vacation. So, yeah, we could help you with the contracts, if it's a good or not. But everything else, it's all it's, it's all individualized. It really is. Well, in talking finances, too, I mean, you have to mention the point that, you know, Disney does their own financing. And although the rate's not great, you know, if you're someone who maybe doesn't have the greatest credit, they will work with you. I mean, that's one thing Disney does is they, from from people I've talked to, they are pretty lenient with that. And uh, their financing through Disney does not report back to your credit um, like it does on other, you know, other loans and things like that. So my wife and I, we used um, Lightstream for, and Lightstream is a division of SunTrust Bank. Uh, SunTrust is pretty pretty big in the southeast uh, part of the United States, um, and we use them. And you actually could just go to their website and click on time. They have timeshare loans, motorcycle loans, like you name it. And their rates were pretty competitive. I mean, I think we got now we have, I think we have pretty good credit. Um, we got a rate for a timeshare loan at like five point nine nine percent with the uh, auto pay. And what what it is essentially is you complete everything online. Somebody will call you within like an hour or two, and they ask when do you want the money if when it's approved. And literally they give you the whole amount. Into your checking account, and then you pay Lightstream back. The 
so if you were going to buy from Disney, sometimes the rates are like super crazy, like double digits. Um, it's just another option for there. Just so type in like timeshare loans or, you know, maybe a home equity loan is better for you. Everybody, it's individualized, but I'm saying another option out there is we used Lightstream. They were fantastic. We used them twice. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm even used them for my motorcycle loan. So, I mean, and it's super easy to use. They're very friendly. Uh, no, no hassles at all. So just another way, if you don't want to finance through Disney, there are other options out there as well for you guys to use. Joe, you know what you just did, don't you? Now, <laughs> now, now open the door for you to buy another contract. Now Katie's no. Now Katie's <laughs> gonna wake up tomorrow. There'll be a boat in the driveway. <laughs> well, I tell you, my, my wife, I'm I'm ready to upgrade the motorcycle already. My wife's like, no. <laughs> Katie's gonna go what? And I'm gonna go Joe, Joe, Joe in Lightstream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you can't mention banks on the. <laughs> and I'm not paid by SunTrust for that. So. And we're not sponsored by a bank, so mention away. Any bank that would like to step in, go ahead. <laughs> so you were saying that you know you bought at Saratoga Springs. In case people don't understand, how many other resorts have you stayed to other than your home resort, Joe? I'm at the counties. Uh, so DVC resorts. I stay, I stayed at Boardwalk. I stayed at the Poly, uh, B- at Bay Lake Tower. We have yet to stay at the Villas at Grand Floridian, so we're that's still on our list. It's just so hard to get into there. Um, Saratoga Oak Key West we've stayed at, and I believe we've stayed at uh, Hilton Head Island Resort. Mm-hmm. We've got Alani coming up, and I believe that might be it for – oh, and Beach Club Villas we've stayed at. I think that we've yet to stay at Animal Kingdom, either John Boer or Kanadi, uh, we haven't gotten there yet. And we haven't stayed at Wilderness, the new either Boulder Ridge or Copper Creek. So we're, we're, we're making the rounds, um, but sometimes it's just so hard to like – we're always staying at either like – uh, Saratoga or Old Key West or Boardwalk because just the the point values are just for us staying in a studio. It's just it's so hard to spend the extra to spend the extra points when we're like not in a room all the time. I can get a room off season for ten points at Old Key West or spend like eighteen points to stay at like Bay Lake Tower. It's just it's it's hard to like. I mean, you still like got a budget. Like I'm trying to stretch these points as lo- you know as, mm-hmm. as far out as possible. So we're we're getting around to all of them. We haven't yet. I think my wife's favorite so far is the Polynesian. We stayed there last September, and I've stayed there regularly, you know, back in the day. But it was still amazing. I mean, we walked out the the side of our longhouse, and you're just looking at the Magic Kingdom over the Seven Seas Lagoon. Go right to the TTC to go to Epcot. It was just so easy. It was amazing. Um, we loved it. I'm a big uh, Sarat- I, a big Saratoga guy. Like a lot of the, my buddies in the other podcast kind of laugh about that. We like Saratoga too. It's actually nice and quiet. So for those trips that we want to be left alone and want to go back to our room and kind of like by the pool and not you know be bothered, we like Saratoga. Um, it's just it's a quiet resort as well. So those are like the top two on our list so far. Is uh, my wife loves the Poly. I like staying in Saratoga and just kind of vegging and you know not being bothered by because some of the resorts are kind of busy. But um, we're making our way around. We haven't gotten there yet, but there's only so many points in the bank. So we're, uh, we're, we're, we'll get there eventually. I'm really surprised you never made it to Animal Kingdom because the Animal Kingdom points are pretty inexpensive for a non-Savannah view. And that's our home resort. So we love Animal Kingdom. But you know what? I feel like it's the best kept secret because people don't realize what the point value and what a nice hotel, you, what a nice resort you have. It's on it's our really list, good. man. It's it's on our list. I call Animal Kingdom like Saratoga of the West because it's all the way out on the other side mm, of the property. Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous. I mean, we love Boma. Uh, we, we've been out there for, you know, uh, for dinners and stuff like that. But we just haven't had a chance to, to book there yet. So maybe for marathon weekend, we might try to maybe see if we can get a room out there, maybe mix it up a little bit. Um, but hopefully we'll get out there eventually. But it's just we just ha- we, we always fall back into our normal routines. It's like old Key West, Saratoga. We just 
I don't know. It's just I guess what you like what you like, and that's the great thing mm-hmm. about DVC is like everybody likes something different. You know, a lot of people don't like Saratoga. We do, and that's fine. That we will always stay there. It'll always be a room for us. You guys like Animal Kingdom. That's your home resort. You know, it's some people like live and die by the Beach Club. You know, they gotta be at you know Storm Along Bay. So there's always something for everybody, which is great about DVC. Saratoga's growing on me quite a bit. I got to tell you, my first trip there, I didn't like it. And I think it's because we did Old Key West a few times and we, we had the size of the rooms of Old Key West. But I'm really starting to like Saratoga now. And it used to be like, oh, you know, we did a last minute trip and all that was available was Saratoga. But it's really starting to grow on us. And I can see the appeal that's there. And now that you can walk over to Disney Springs, I think that's fantastic. So uh, I definitely hear you with that. But yeah, that's that's the one nice thing about the DVC is you're not pigeonholed to one particular resort. You know, there are so many different options, so many different places and a lot of other uh, places you can visit just outside of the Florida area. So, uh, Justin, what about you? Have you hit all of the DVC resorts yet? Yeah, we have, except for Vero Beach. Haven't been to Vero. But we live at the beach, so it's kind of hard for me to justify. We, we went to Hilton Head, though. We had some extra points one year and went to Hilton Head. We really liked that that resort. Um, but a couple of the ones you got, and of course, we haven't been to Alani, but we're going in 30 days. Um, but a couple of the ones you guys mentioned, Boulder Ridge. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's so nice. I mean, it's so And Mike, you're going. That's where you're staying next, right? Yeah, we have a week at Copper Creek coming up in July. Yeah, and July then, 16th through the 21st will be and, at Copper Creek and Old Key West before that. And then the villas at the Grand, which is one of our home. There's something about brushing your teeth while watching TV in the morning that makes you just happy. <laughs> like you just, you know, like you just lay back and, and you got the TVs built into the mirrors right there in the bathrooms. Uh, just really cool, really cool spot. And you got Meisner's right there. You can go hang out. You know, you can you can hop on the monorail. You one stop to Magic Kingdom. Um, really, really cool spot. But like you're saying, look, it's different for everyone. We, even though our home resorts are Bay Lake and the Grand, the Poly's probably our favorite spot. I mean, we just we enjoy the Poly. We enjoy the atmosphere. We enjoy the kids areas, the pools. You know, the the monorail, everything about it. So for us, yeah. I mean, even though we have two home resorts, we typically don't stay at our home resorts. And the hardest thing, too, is like you said, you love staying at the Grand. And I was blessed enough when I was growing up. I've stayed there a few times in the, in the normal hotel. I said the normal hotel, but the regular cash rooms at the Grand. And um, doing my research for your guys' show here, I was just trying to get some numbers together. And that there's only 100 units mm-hmm. at the villas at Grand Floridian compared to 888 at Saratoga Yeah, Yeah, big difference. That's why it is so hard to get into some of these resorts. So. Like I said, we're talking DVC right now. If you're looking to buy a contract, if if that's a place you want to stay, then make sure you buy at that resort because some of these places, you know, have 100 units, 130 some units. That's that's not a lot. I mean, no. if you think about it, in the grand scheme of things. So hopefully, I'll get in there one day and maybe get a night or two just to experience what the DVC side of the Grand Floridians like. But well, yeah, just for us, just seven months out, you're just yeah, you're you're not gonna get anything. I'll just book it under me, and then we'll trade points out. I like it. It sounds like a transaction we could do on a golf course somewhere. Well, we could we definitely make this happen. Yeah, make so this you happen. said you were a four handicap before. <laughs> well, not, any, not anymore. Not anymore. I tell you, that's one of the things that I liked about Saratoga that's kind of growing on me. Uh, one of our last trips, I'm not much of a golfer. I'm not as good as you guys by no means. And I should because I, I lived near Bethpage Golf Course for a long time. But uh, I played the Saratoga, the uh, golf course over there, Lake Buena Vista course, Saratoga, and it was a beautiful course. And I, I think it was what, Joe, you'd be able to tell me that 15th, 16th, and 17th hole, you're up by the tree houses over there at Saratoga Springs, the last few, right? It's 16, 17, and 18. Are they okay. 15, 16, yeah. And then um, the front nine of Lake Buena Vista actually runs through Old Key West. 
So you're getting a lot of that. So, which is great, you know, to get up a little off topic here. But uh, I remember playing Lake Buena Vista. It was like the first tea time out. It was like 7 a.m. This was in September. I'm just playing by myself. I'm flying through. I played the front nine in about an hour. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was just flying. But the cool thing was a couple of the holes, I'm teeing off on like the fourth hole. And there's some guy out there drinking coffee in his patio. It's like, good morning. I said, good morning, sir. How are you? And I'm about to tee off. He's like, would you like a cup of coffee? I said, I'm good, but thank you for offering. So there's people out there like having coffee on their patios and offer me coffee. I mean, you'll get some people out there to watch you. So it's just that golf course is, is one of my favorites. I think it's the hardest, in my opinion, of the Disney golf courses. But uh, it, like Old Key West and Saratoga, it's cool just to have some of those golf course views as well that you're not going to get those at some of the other DVC resorts. If that's something you're into, uh, you know, feel like, like you're on a golf course, you could definitely have those experiences at those two resorts. So, Joe, you were mentioning that you had bought two contracts. You had bought one contract for a certain amount of points, and you bought another contract for another amount of points. Uh, explain to the people who are still DVC possible buyers out there or people that are interested in it exactly how the point system works and how you book your – how you were saying you would stretch your points out for your vacations. Okay, so in simplest terms, what you do is you buy – just say – we'll just go with one contract, just say. So I bought 150 points at Saratoga Springs. So you'll log into your uh, your member account at you know, DisneyVacationClub.com and you'll click on book vacations and it'll have all of your contracts listed there. So if you have multiple contracts like I do, it'll say, you know, have like one, some like really long number, which is your contract number and I'll say 150 points. And then underneath it'll have another long number and I'll have 30 points. That's my two contracts of 150 and 30. Both of my contracts are on the same use year and a use year essentially is, so my use year is February. And every February, my points are dumped into the account. So, like, that's such, it's like, you know, it replenishes itself every year. So, the way it works is you log into your account, and when you go to book, it's like anything else, the resorts you choose, the the type of room you choose, and the view that you choose is all going to depend on, you know, that's going to be the amount of points that you're going to use. So, for example, we go in September a lot. I'll use my example. We stay at, at a old Saratoga or Old Key West. A studio with a standard view is only 10 points a night. Mm-hmm. So you would go and log into your account. You'd pick your dates, and it'll show you what's available. And you'd say, okay, I want to go from you know Monday to the following Monday. And they'll say Monday through Thursday is 10 points. Friday, Saturday is like 14 points. And then Sunday is back to 10 points. And you click on that, and it will deduct those points from your account. And it's like currency. That's that's how you your account is used. If you you could book as many vacations as you want uh, using those points. If you need to use more points, just say you want to book a trip and it's you want to take the whole family with you. Like like Mike takes his whole family with him, right? And he wants to bring his mom and his dad and his brother and his sister, you know, and all their kids. You need to get, you need to get a grand villa. Well, obviously, maybe that 150 points isn't gonna isn't gonna be enough. Uh, for uh to you know for your trip so what you could do is you could actually borrow from your past years if you've banked points and you could borrow from the following year's points so you have 150 points you could borrow from a previous year if uh if you've had it banked if you're a new owner you won't have it but you could also borrow into the future points so it's 2018 right now i have 150 points in my bank if they say i need 300 points for this big trip or mike needs 200 points for this big trip he could borrow 2019's points and those 2019 points would have been deposited in February because that's what have been his use year or using my points as an example so that would give Mike 300 points to book his vacations so he would go and go onto the website and he would say okay my vacation costs 300 points I'm going to get a grand villa at Saratoga Springs click it and it's done 
But now, when 2019 comes around, Mike has already used his points allotted for that year, so there won't be any points deposited into his account. So it's kind of just think of it as currency coming in that you're when you pay your maintenance, it's being deposited every year. And I believe you could bank, and if you decide not to do a vacation, just say Mike doesn't want to go to Disney, and he wants to take his kids on a cruise or go somewhere else. You could bank those points and use them for future use. So if he Mike doesn't want to go to Disney in 2018, he wants to bank his points. He could bank them and have 300 points for 2019. So you could bank and borrow points. Um, that gets a little confusing. My best advice is I still get a little confused sometimes with making sure I bank or borrow from the right contracts. Mm-hmm. You could always call up your DVC rep through member services and they will walk you through it. They're amazing. So if you feel like you're getting lost online, you can always call up member services. They're so nice and they will just take care of you. So that's kind of like, it's a little confusing, but, and I might mm-hmm. not explain it you know, the best, but you could bank and borrow your points uh, from past years and in the future to, you know, obtain the vacation that you want to get. So and if you guys want to fill in, if I missed any parts of that. No, I think you nailed it. I think you got it. Uh, the one thing I would say is once you borrow points, which is, <laughs> or you could be like we are as a family and you have perpetually borrowed points. You are, our, <laughs> our points are gone for 2018. We're already working on 2019. We're always a year behind on our points, um, which we keep saying one year we're going to let them catch up, but that never happens. Um, but also once you borrow, they stay in that use year. You can't, you know, if you say you borrow from 2019, you bring them in 2018, you can't move them back to 2019. You know, it's it's like getting a puppy and then you can't get rid of it. You know, you have to keep yeah. it right there. Um, no return policy. <laughs> no return policy on that. So, but no, I think that's and that's I, Mike. I don't know about you, but that's a lot of questions I get. Is yeah, okay, it makes sense to me. I like the idea of traveling to Disney. I like the idea of traveling to you know these nicer resorts and all that. Um, but how do I use those points? But another question I get is this: is you know, Mike, I. I like Disney a lot. I really do. But the thing is, I don't want to go to Disney every year. So does DVC still make sense for me? Yeah, and there are a lot of other destinations around the world. They have an Adventures by Disney, which you can do with your Disney points. Uh, It's also affiliated with RCI, so you can trade it in and you can do. I haven't done that yet. Um, I don't know if anybody on the... You have, okay. (laughs) I'm sure you have. Uh, One other thing that I want to mention before we got off onto the tangent about talking about other stuff was you can also rent out your points. Uh, There's a couple other websites that you can give your points to and you can actually get cash for your. So, you know, if you're short on a few, if you're short on cash one year and you said, you know what, I got to pay my my maintenance fee because you have maintenance fees every year depending upon how many points you have and what your resort is. You know what, I'm going to give them to this website and they're going to rent my points out for me and I'm going to get a check in the mail. So you can actually make a little bit of an income and if you're that nice family member or a brother or a sister or you want to gift them to somebody, you can make a reservation for somebody in your family. So you know what? Maybe I'm not going this year, but my sister just had a baby and uh, the baby's now five years old and we want the baby to go. I want my niece to experience a fantastic Disney vacation and I know they wouldn't have it any other way. So you know what? Here's a trip on us. Book a week for them. They can have their stay, and then the room is taken care of. So you can give points to people. You can gift point. You can gift points to people, and you can rent your own points out if that's if that's what you want to do. But yeah, I know Justin, you were just t- t- touching on it really quickly. The RCI stuff. You can actually use your points for other places in the country. Not just the country, all around the world. I know we used our points. We traded our points out for RCI, and we went to Aruba on our honeymoon because, like I said, we used our money for our wedding and threw a little cheap wedding for everyone who traveled thousands of miles to come visit us for our wedding. And, uh, and we went to Aruba and it was great. We had an awesome, uh, villa, you know, right there with a living room and like all the same amenities that we would have with Disney. Cause the one nice part is 
with Disney being so, what's the way I want to put this? With Disney being so upscale in the resorts and the amenities they offer, they go to RCI and they say, we want your 500 best properties and we are going to inspect these and we're going to make sure that they are up to our standard. And so whenever you do those exchanges, which is a one-time fee, it's not very much, I think it's $99 if I remember correctly, um, one-time fee. And then you can exchange and you can go to these places all on their own. Ireland, England, Australia, uh, China. I mean, I, I can sit here forever and name places, but just amazing resorts that you can use your points for. And it's really reasonable. I think we got a one bedroom in Aruba. I want to say for 110 for the week for seven nights. Uh, really, really reasonable. And it was right on the water. Actually, it was right on a golf course too, uh, a little nine hole golf course. So I was able to walk, wake up in the morning, play nine holes, and then spend time with my new bride. So. You were at the Divi Aruba, weren't you? I was. That's exactly where I was at. I, yep. yeah, my family has a timeshare in Aruba. That's a, actually an RCI Gold Crown, which is not a Disney uh, timeshare, but it is. Uh-huh. I went there many years. So I know exactly where you were. There's only nice? two golf. There's only two golf courses yeah. in Aruba, so that's <laughs> it's it. one or the other. <laughs> yep. But and just and for anybody who's never looked at an RCI uh, catalog. Like Justin was saying, the Disney resorts, you know you're getting a top-notch thing. You're getting a top-notch resort when you go to stay there. Uh, when you go to the RCA website, just take a look at, you know, not every place is great on there, even though Disney wants the top ones. You always want to try to book the ones that are either RCI Gold Crown, which is their top-rated ones, or at least the Silver Crown. Uh, so if you're going on the RCA website, those are the resorts that you want to look at. Is the Gold Crown or the Silver Crown resorts. So, you know, we said how you could spend your points on you know, all the other Disney destinations in South Carolina, in Florida, in, you know, in Hawaii. You can also use it someplace else we know of, and it's the Disney Cruises. Now, I'm going to say, and I'm sure a lot of people agree with it, and a lot of Disney Vacation people will agree, you don't want to use your Disney Vacation Club points on a cruise because it'll certainly burn you out. They want so many points per night, and I understand because your food's included and it's very a lot of amenities, but I think you really burn yourself and pigeonhole yourself to not being able to go on any more vacations for a long period of time when you do a cruise. But it is transferable, and if you have that extra amount of points and you haven't gone on a vacation in a couple of years and you have the, uh, the the points there, it's there, and you can use it if you want. I think you're better off if you need – if you're going to use your points for a cruise, and we uh, you've heard us on other shows and articles, rent your points out for cash mm, definitely. to somebody at Walt Disney World Resort and take that cash and book the cruise. That's that's the way to go. 100%. Yep. Absolutely. Justin, Speaking of cruises. Yeah, I tell you what, we have some exciting news with the Disney Dads. And although we announced on our fabulous Facebook page about a week ago, this is the first time we've been able to talk about it on the show. We are doing our first ever inaugural Disney Dads cruise, July the 17th, 2019. It's a four-night sailing on the Disney Dream, and it is a double dip to Castaway Cay and also one-day stop at Nassau. One day stop at Nassau. Uh, the great thing is we've already had 10 families join us, 10 Families, get ready to join us on the Disney Cruise, on the Disney Dream. And we're going to have some amazing activities planned from a game show for the kids to where we're giving out great prizes. You're going to get free gifts just for coming and sailing with us. Also, we're going to have a complimentary open bar for all those adults to where you can come. We can all get to know each other a little bit better. We can thank you in person for all the support you have given us. The only catch is this. To be able to take part in all those free events, all the great things that we have planned, you got to book that that trip through Away With Me Travel. And you can reach Jamie or I at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com. And we'll be happy to get you all the complimentary quotes you need to get you sailing on the first ever Disney Dads podcast cruise. 
Dude, I am so psyched. I'm booked. I got my room ready. I know, Justin, you got your book, your room ready. I know quite a few other people in our Disney family have our rooms ready. Uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with everybody. This is going to be a blast. My kids are super excited for this. It's going to be a year of trying to keep them contained. I am so excited. Little does my, Joe my, know, we only brought my, him on just a peer pressure. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. My, you see me over here taking notes, man. My wheels are spinning. I'm like, you know, I listen to some other podcasts. And yeah, a lot of these so podcasts yeah, so like, yeah, they, they do it at cruises and they look like they're so much fun. And I've gotten to know you guys over the last, you know, six months or, you know, six months or a year. Yeah, but you guys, year now, yeah. you, guys, you guys are awesome. I really enjoy being on a show. You guys, I'm like, hmm, we've been wanting to do a cruise for a while. And we're all, you know, my wife's a little skeptical. She's, you know, everybody talks about doing a seven day or a 10 day cruise, but a four day cruise sounds kind of like, like perfect. Yeah. It is. Two like, days and castaway. And, and the castaway. perfect part is it's July 17th. So I think it's after Daytona summer speed week. Mm -hmm. So my wife, will, the race weekend should be done in Daytona. So I'm like, hmm, and she, I know she doesn't listen to Disney podcasts. I'm like, hmm, this could be a good Christmas gift for her. So I might need to talk to you guys off the air. You got it, man. I got the wheels spinning right now a little bit. I'm like, this could, this could be doable. Cause we really have been talking about doing a Disney cruise for a while. We just haven't gotten around to doing it. And, this might be the perfect opportunity to go with some people that we know and have a good time. And uh, I don't know. We might have to talk after the show, guys. We'll get you taken care of. Yeah, and the cool part is, you know, like I said, we have so many, like, we're renting out spaces on board. Um, we've got great stuff planned for, you know, the kids that come, but we've got great stuff planned for the adults that come. I mean, you're talking complimentary open bar. You're going to be able to come and have a great time. Uh, and we're going to have a lot of stuff on Castaway. We're going to do both 5Ks on Castaway. Um, we're going to have some great, great Disney Dad swag. Uh, waiting in your room for you whenever you check in. So you're going to have some uh, gifts sitting there on the bed the second you open your stateroom door. Um, just some really, really cool stuff. But uh, the best part, you want to hear the best part about this cruise and one of the reasons we picked it. It wasn't just the uh, the Fortnite. It wasn't just the Castaway K two-stop. It was the fact that your final payment isn't due till May 3rd. So that amazing Uncle Sam tax money can go straight back onto my Disney cruise. <laughs> <laughs> So you'll have to. Well, we'll get you all set up. That's for sure. Because you got to join us, man. It's gonna be so much fun. It's, it sounds like a good time. I mean, I heard open bar. I heard gifts in the room, and I heard two five Ks. So that sounds. You're like it. I'm getting sold. You right finally now. get. You, right you, up your rally, Joe. You know, right get one, but you get two castaway medals. But Justin, I don't know, man. Because you're if I if I had to be going, you're gonna put two guys from the Tri-State area in the same boat together. That is true. You better you you New York and New Jersey. I need guy. you, Joe. You have to be there. I need you. We're gonna take it over the boat, man. You don't understand the abuse I take from these guys. I need some more Northeast people going with me. This is ridiculous. These Southern guys and their Wisconsin nonsense. Listen, listen my, my wife is from South Carolina. I'll send my wife over with Justin, all the Southern people, <laughs> and all the New Yorkers and New Jerseyans instead of Catherine. We'll be happy. To, we'll be happy by day two to watch you all as you as you lobsters walk down the beach. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> that is, yeah, exactly right. Exactly. I'm the one that'll burn like crazy. So, but Jim no, Tan Laundry, come on. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, you, everyone, if you're listening right now, pick up your phones, shoot me an email, shoot Jamie an email, disneydads at awaywithmetravel.com, and uh, we'll be happy to answer any questions you have and get you sailing on the beautiful Disney Dream, July 17th, 2019. So the one thing we got to tell you that we're going to have a blast on this cruise, we're all going to be taking a lot of pictures. And you know what that's going to mean? It's going to be really hard for us to do pictures of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right, Joe, so listen, uh, one of our favorite things to do every week, and we've been doing it since pretty much the show started, is our pictures of the week. So tell us what you've seen on our, because I know you're part of our Facebook group, what was your favorite pick of the week? 
So my favorite pick of the week, it was posted by a guy named Michael Stolfi. I don't know if you know him or not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a picture of a sign at City Field. And um, I don't know if as people don't know, I'm a diehard New York Mets fan. And Mike also is a Mets fan. And uh, it is a picture of uh, a new addition to the City Field New York Mets family. And that is Dole Whips are now available uh, at New York Mets baseball games. So for all you Yankee fans out there that think, oh, the Yankees are the best, you guys don't have Dole Whips at Yankee Stadium, all right? We got Dole Whips <laughs> at City Field. So that's my pick of the week. You can get uh, loaded Buffalo tater tots and Dole Whips in Section 335, which is the Bud Light landing in uh, left field. So that's my pick of the week. Joe, you know more, what you important, just... more important, you get me. Come say hello to me. You know what you just did to me, right, Joe? So now for the next like, 10 years, I'm going to have to listen to Mike go, uh, yeah, y'all might have done this, but you never won pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you put up anything with the Mets, I'm going to pick it. So, <laughs> uh, Poor okay. guy. Justin, 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 what's your, what's pick, your pick, of pick of the week? All right. Man, we had a bunch of good ones this week. Bunch. I mean, I guess I'm going to fill in for Jason this week, but I won't do it till after you pick yours. But mine is actually uh, coming from somebody who is joining us on the Disney Dads Cruise. And... Oh, I, yes, I stole Mike. So happy. <laughs> and uh, I, I picked this because not only is it an amazing picture uh, drawn by his daughter, it, uh, it also just shows that you can keep it Disney every day in your life without actually being in the parks. And that's Scott Zobel. And his daughter drew a picture of Mr. Potato Head. And she said, that, uh, uh, she said can you post this to the Disney Dads? And he said, I don't even have my shoes off yet. I was getting home from work. Um, so we're just... Hey, we're excited to not only get to see you on the cruise, and I get to give you an actual high five and tell you how much of an amazing artist you are, but the fact that you guys are keeping a Disney in your daily life, I just want to say thank you for passing that positivity along to us and for uh, posting that amazing picture. So great job. Can't wait to be watching a, uh, a Disney animation, some Disney drawing with you in the future when you're working for Disney down the line. So great job, and we're proud of you. And Scott Zobel, you win the pick of the week. Absolutely, absolutely. That that was one of my picks of the week, of course, because that's what happens when you go last. All the uh, good get picked. But I actually had another one that I really liked, and Delinda Borth uh, put a picture of Jasper. Uh, made a craft day for kids, and it was a Mickey Mouse and Pluto, and it's a very cool craft day. Always keeping it Disney when you're not in Disney, and I thought that was a fantastic, fantastic picture of the week. That's a great. Now I'm gonna hop in here. Here we go. So I'm gonna play Jason this week because he's he's out. But this is my turn to play what it, what it feels like just to say them all. Uh, but one I really want to hit on is Tim Tool and Teresa Tulin. Your son, uh, the picture of him where his class put on a wax museum and he chose to represent Walt Disney and he memorized all these facts. And you guys know that I am a Disney historian, Disney nut as far as that goes, and I absolutely love everything Walt Disney history. So. Great job working that and teaching teaching your, your peers and your classmates all about Walt Disney. Really, really amazing, amazing job. Mike, you got you got you all got any any I got one more I want to add. I wanna I wanna wish Heather a good luck at her new job because she's starting a new job and she had a picture of the uh, the Disney home in front of her car there, I guess. And uh, she said she's starting a new job in Kansas City and she made it and good luck at your new job because I just got a promotion at my job and I know how stressful that can be. So uh, good luck from all of us at the Disney Dads family. Yeah, definitely. And I want to give a huge shout out to somebody who is not here tonight. Uh, Jason, you and Rachel and the boys, it looks like you had a fantastic trip. We were living vicariously through you all. Uh, some of those pictures, but my favorite is this one, and this wins my my runner-up pick of the week for me, and it is their pick on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And just the look on Jason's face, staring at his sons as they're riding, is why we do this. Um, 
it is the perfect father picture because he's staring at his son with such love and just so happy. And so, buddy, proud of you, proud of your family. Glad you all had a great trip. Ready to get you back because Mike and I have almost burned this place down about three different times. <laughs> and so it's time to get you back and get – when Mike called me at 1 p.m. on Wednesday and said, did the episode drop? <laughs> 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 and we had completely forgot. So we need you back, buddy. Uh, but we're glad you had a great vacation. Yeah, we, we put together a cruise while he was off, too. Yeah, we did do that. <laughs> you, got one, you got one great co-host right now, too, right? That's right. That's Absolutely. Right. I'm keeping the seat warm for him. <laughs> Justin, listen, we had a lot of fantastic pictures of the week. Uh, let them know how they can get a hold of us if they want to you know, throw some pictures and you know, get some of their family involved in our group. Yeah, definitely. A lot of great ways. But the easiest way is to do this. Jump on www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find the links to all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're the most active on our Facebook. Come over and join the Disney family. We absolutely love seeing your pictures, getting to know you, hearing your stories, interacting with you daily. Every morning I wake up, grab my phone, and uh, look through there and put a smile on my face. So come over, join us there. But also, we'd love for you to give us a call. 317-WDW-DADS. 317-WDW-DADS. Give us a call. Tell us a little about yourself, about your Disney passions, about maybe a trip you have coming up. Uh, leave us a message. We'd love to play it on a future episode. But you can also send a text to that same number. You can also find us uh, on the website. You can find our emails. Our personal emails are all there. But you can also find the Disney Dads Podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an uh, a email, and we'll be happy to get back to you as soon as we can. Very cool, guys. Very cool. Listen, uh, you know, we, we just kind of barely brushed the surface of what DVC is. Uh, you know, just kind of give a broad, you know, just a broad idea of what it's about and what it is. There's certainly a lot more details we'll go into on other shows. Uh, the one thing I got to say is, Joe, thank you so much for being part of the show. Uh, you know, you, you fit right in with us. You're, you're, you're one of us. You're a great guy. We love having you on the show. We can't wait to see more of you. Uh, you know, you're so close to me over here in New York, you know, being you're in Jersey, I'm in New York. You got to, you know, cross paths, come to, you know, City Field once in a while. I'm there on the weekends now. But uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, give me some final thoughts. What do you think? No, thank you guys for having me. I, I really enjoy being out with you guys, talking DVC, just talking Disney in general, especially with people that share the same passion for Disney that, that I do. So uh, just wanted to say uh, thank you. And I'm not sure when this show drops, but I also want to say um, just a happy Memorial Day to all of our veterans out there. Uh, whatever part of the service that you served in, you know, everybody just take a minute over this Memorial Day weekend or if it's already passed and just – Thank a veteran. Thank somebody for their service and, you know, if they've served in the past or they're currently serving now. So happy Memorial Day to all of our veterans out there. And I hope everybody has a safe and enjoyable Memorial Day weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it was gonna, we're going to drop this on Thursday, so we'll get this in before. So absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we love our veterans. And we love our servicemen. Justin. No, 100%. We love our veterans. Uh, that Hey, if you haven't seen it, take some time. Go see the flag retreat there at uh, the Magic Kingdom. Such an important, important thing to take in, and uh, it gets me every single time. I love taking that, just my little way to honor those that serve our country, and uh, and not only abroad, but also with our our, uh, our first responders all here, you know, uh, within within the the, the country. Uh, what can I say, guys? I've had a great time. I Joe, dude, love having you on, man. It's always a blast. I love you know going back and forth with you, but it's good to be able to see your face, talk to you, and uh, and have you on to talk some Disney, talk some DVC, and uh, now I'm going to get off here so we can talk to you even more about getting you on this Disney cruise because now <laughs> I'm crazy <laughs> excited fun. for you to join us there. Let's let's do that done so we can get our toes in the sand, drink in our hand, be sitting at Castaway Key, all of us, and uh, enjoying our time. But I hope you guys have had fun and it's been a it's been a good time. 
All right, guys, have a good night. Good night, buddy. Thanks, From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And that is a wrap, fellas. Good job. Cool.